velvet baby coming down the chimney for me and Chris. Ah, he didn't get COVID. Just me. <laughs> Welcome to How Do You Man. It's the, uh, yeah, what is, it? what is it we do? A podcast? It's the podcast where this? we overanalyze yeah. all of the weird and uncomfortable micro moments in life. This thing we call life. And I am one of your hosts, Seven Cox. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Binning. Today we're talking uh, about the COVID. Uh, and as I just hinted, uh, there's a reason. But uh, before we get to, you know, deep into what was big in the news three years ago and what now is uh, sweeping the nation, but the news doesn't seem to give a shit about it. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, Chris, I gotta know something about you. Yes. How are you doing? Great question. Um, I'm doing you. all right, but I wasn't necessarily doing great because I oh, no. traveled for the holidays and when you travel for the holidays, you know, I'm a I'm a well-seasoned traveler. I feel like I travel mm-hmm. relatively often, even if it's just like back to um like my mom's house like an hour back flight to, like, to Peru. But I yeah, <laughs> to Peru, to <laughs> Bali, just like little casual little trips. Um <laughs> but no, uh if I uh, even if I just, you know, make that simple trip back home, um, I feel like I, I fly relatively often, but when you travel yeah. in late mid to late December, you're getting all of the people who travel only that one time. Yes. Trouble. People travel, trouble. are nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, so I went from, um, LA to Phoenix. Uh, my fiance and I spent a couple days with my family and then we flew from Phoenix to, um, Ohio to spend some time with her extended family. And then of Sweet. course made that same, uh, flight back Ohio to back to Phoenix, then Phoenix to, uh, LA. And so that's a lot of travel time and a lot of time to see like just the most bizarre behavior in other (laughs) travelers. Um, You know, there was uh, the flight to Phoenix um, from California. Um, The middle seat was open in, I was flying Southwest. So it's, you know, any, any open seat, whatever. But the middle seat in between me and this other guy was open. Great. Now there's so much space between us. Nope. The guy, uh, I was in the window seat. This guy in the aisle seat is like, oh, this empty middle seat is now also my seat. (laughs) So the whole flight. He has the middle seat tray table down and has his laptop on it to watch Meet the Parents. Oh, come on. (laughs) Exactly. You got to catch up. (laughs) Uses that tray table's cup holder for his drink. You know, you're supposed to have your tray tables up uh, um, in uh, takeoff and landing. Not this guy. He's got it down the whole time. Um, when, when we're getting ready to push back from the gate, right? 
The flight attendant yeah. makes that announcement. We need everybody in their seats so that we can push back from the gate. My guy uses that to undo his seatbelt and go to the um, the bathroom in the back of the plane. So now none of us can go anywhere because he's decided to delay <laughs> us all. And it's when people do stuff like this, I feel like they're almost always in my row. And so I don't know, like, am I attracting the, the bad behavior? Like, I don't understand yeah. why. I have the connection to it. But anyway, this know. then we 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 get going. We're on our way to to Phoenix. We land in Phoenix. I have a bag in the overhead bin. Now, yes. uh I'm maybe halfway back through the plane and I'm not somebody who's like as soon as the plane lands, I undo my seatbelt, I shove my way past every Ugh. other passenger and I make a, a run for the front door because it's important that I'm the first one off the plane because I'm a special little boy. After hours. Um, I gotta get off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so we um, we land, you know, people start opening those overhead compartments um this older man is like the, uh, the row in front of me and he's just kind of looking around and so another passenger is like oh are you um looking for like do you need help getting your bag out of the overhead bin and he yeah. just kind of blankly stares with like a smile just like there's nothing going on behind behind <laughs> the eyes and so this passenger goes, is this your bag? Let me get it for you. Grabs my bag, puts it down awesome. in the aisle, raises the handle up and is like, there you go. This older guy <laughs> says absolutely nothing. <laughs> Everybody starts deplaning. He gets off the plane and now my bag is blocking everybody in the aisle because of course uh, uh, that old man didn't take the bag because it's not his it's not. And so now people are like well whose bag is this and i have to be wow. like it's mine they're like why is your bag here in the aisle like, <laughs> i don't know i'm in a window seat it obviously I wasn't me <laughs> just put it in a row and i'll grab it in a second when i get off the plane I go to That's baggage terrible. claim. I had a bag checked in also. There's awesome. this family there. <laughs> a family of like 15 people. Love that. I saw them at the in the um in the Burbank airport, and I know that they have like 20 bags checked in because they were like, traveling <laughs> with their entire house. I don't know. But every single bag that comes off the carousel, they take off of the carousel check no. look at the name see it's not theirs and put it back what is uh, happening <laughs> that uh, was uh that was a a long um uh a travel day for a one hour flight <laughs> ay, ay, ay. that's terrible i know but yeah also yeah just one of those like reasons i don't i i love just i love driving for the holidays the flying over the holidays always sucks it doesn't matter <laughs> just always sucks. yeah people are bad news um 
Yeah. I I mean there were that was probably the worst of the four flights that I was on. Um you know, there's some other weird stuff on some of the other flights, you know, people taking like um a, a full video of takeoff and landing, you know, that like <laughs> 15 minutes long video um that like gosh, you're not going to go back and watch that. So what? Uh, no. What are you doing? Um, just gonna but send anyway, it to everyone like, they know. <laughs> Enough about me, Evan. How you doing? You know, um, fine. Doing fine. Okay. <laughs> we'll get in, right. We'll get into. Sounds like it. <laughs> we'll get into the the nitty gritty of it later. But uh, for right now, I do want to talk about a a situation. Uh, that happened over Christmas time. I was simply okay. having. Did a the goose get Christmas fat? Time. You know, I I was I was hoping for a little more out of the goose this year. Mm. Uh, but again, the goose looked great, and I can't. Uh, yeah, no body shame into that goose. Goose looked no. fucking. Mm. <laughs> Wait a sec. We didn't have any goose. We had sandwiches and stuff. <laughs> Christmas is coming. The sandwiches are getting fat. Do you know how much more appealing that sounds? I'd love a just a fat <laughs> Christmas sandwich. A cold cut. That sounds dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's uh, we we uh, we're celebrating uh, Christmas early, uh, which is good because we all got COVID. <laughs> so got that out of the Spoilers. way. Spoilers. Spoilers, but uh, so the kiddos are over. My both my sisters are over, and my uh, brothers in laws, brothers in laws, um, and my parents and myself, and uh, we're doing our little, or rather, we're getting ready to do our little gift exchange. And I found myself in a situation where uh, I had. Obviously, because I travel, I uh, I did fly here this time, which sucks. Also, probably where I got COVID. Um, <clears throat> but I had to have all my gifts shipped to my parents' place. And mm. everything was going to arrive on time. I'm like, wow, I did it. And again, this was in the midst of like packing up and cleaning my old apartment, moving into the new apartment unpacking everything there in the middle of all that i'm like oh you gotta order gifts for the kids and stuff oh boy and I, hey i did it great now i can just fly there everything will be there and everything had arrived except one my gift for my niece and uh that was bad <laughs> ups yeah had said it was delivered but it wasn't there. Ooh. And I found myself stuck in a position where I'm like, so it had said, and I hate, hey, UPS. And my dad's a FedEx driver, so I'm not mad at them. But UPS, <laughs> you look at Because <laughs> uh, they said, your package has been delivered, in quotes, to a locker. I'm like, okay. Fucking where? Okay. I didn't. I didn't say for it to go to a locker. <laughs> it was supposed to go to this address, like everything else went to. And so I'm like calling and trying to figure shit out. But everyone's over here, 
And so I'd had the thought like, oh, if they say a locker, maybe it's at the post office. The post office was only open for another hour or so. And I'm like, ah, uh, I can't leave because people were here visiting. My grandpa was here visiting. And I I know because he's like me that as soon as if I were to just be like, hey, could you move your car? He'd be like, oh, no, it's, I'll go home. I'll just leave. <laughs> it's like, well, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> you can stay here. Maybe I get someone else to move the car. Long story short, I've, I'm getting stressed out and starting to just go like, maybe they just, because it happens all the time at my place, maybe they just dropped it off at a different address. I'm going to put my shoes on, put my jacket on, go outside, and just look at the neighbor's. Uh, see if I see just a box there and then look like a creepy box thief and try to find it. And I looked out there and there was nothing. But then as I'm coming back from <laughs> one of the houses where I'd looked at their step, no box there, I'm coming back and I see my old neighbor from when I was a kid who knows me very, very well and has seen me one billion times. They've known me since I was like a baby. And the last time they'd seen me was less than a year ago. And I raised my arm and went, hey! And they looked up at me and scowled. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Maybe they didn't recognize me. So I walked closer and was like, hey! Same fucking thing. <laughs> so I still don't have an answer to this because at a certain point you give up <laughs> when a person you know really right. well isn't responding to hello. <laughs> so I just like averted my gaze and walked away and checked the next house. But there's still just that. I'd be like, I'd really love to get to the bottom of this and just be like, it, it, it was me. I'm assuming he just didn't recognize me for some reason and thought I was like, Maybe trying to sell him something or sign him up for a religion. Um, but man, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know how you'll feel about me asking this question, but Great. based on prior stories you've told, I feel like I have to ask it and do my due diligence. <laughs> wow. Are you positive <laughs> that that was your neighbor who you know? I am. One hundred percent sure. <laughs> or okay. it was his doppelganger in his backyard, <laughs> All right. uh, cleaning up just... his boxes. <laughs> Fair enough. Which, if that was the case, more fool me. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take. That one. <laughs> but, uh, so, long story short, I, I never. I don't know what happened, and haven't uh, talked to anyone in their family since then. <laughs> But uh, after like an hour, someone did drive up to the house and gave me that package and said, oh, UPS dropped this off at the wrong place. And I was like, man, a no one would ever do that in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, holy shit, thank <laughs> you so above and beyond. And yeah um, maybe they probably just assumed they saw like roughly where it was coming from and were like oh this must be a christmas present or something so thanks to those uh kind strangers but uh yeah the U ups just literally like complete different place like different neighborhood <laughs> different street name couldn't have fucked it up anymore merry christmas you filthy animals uh yeah i my, niece got her uh, my and she loved it Great. 
my fiance had ordered something for my mom for Christmas and it was supposed to be delivered on December 20th. Okay. And it yeah. showed up December 27th um, yeah. because <laughs> some like Etsy sellers, when you order something, oh, they like create the shipping label so that it like, like within the delivery window or whatever, they'll create yeah. the, the shipping label so that it's not like, so that it doesn't flag like the Etsy system or something that like they haven't delivered your item or something. I don't know how it works, but by, by creating the shipping label and then just like not shipping it, um, it mm. tricks Etsy's like tracking system into thinking that it should have been delivered on time when it hasn't. Awful. You can still track it and see that it hasn't shipped but the overall tracking system is like well you should have received it by now because the shipping label was created uh so i don't know uh i don't know what's going on well, in the world of there, shipping this is what i had learned and my dad had some extra insight as a fedex driver he said this happens more and more often and this is why i was thinking about i didn't specify i said i was thinking of going to the post office and you're like wait ups um but apparently a lot of these bigger uh, delivery companies like UPS will get an item and then instead of them having to deliver it to you, they deliver it to USPS, the postal service, and then they'll send it yeah. to you. So you'll get a notification saying it was delivered, for instance, to a locker. And that is on the date you're expecting it, but they just dropped it off to USPS and you'll get it whenever they get it to you. How's, how the fuck is that okay? <laughs> Wild. <laughs> that's horseshit. So I have to assume that's probably the same with Etsy. And it probably is related yeah, to maybe. every fucking company having their own delivery service now. Amazon. I blame you. Because it's fun. Yeah. You want to talk um, about COVID? Speaking of blaming yeah let's talk about covid <laughs> that's a perfect get, let's get real into our conspiracy theories about how and where it started <laughs> well we'll start a by acknowledging our love of tackling topics three years after their are pos- popular <laughs> quote unquote <popular>. yeah <laughs> yep uh um, yeah popular but a big part like of every comedy themed podcast, we're going to we're going to yeah. go after Dr. Fauci. What Fauci a cool thing for a comedy now. podcast to do three years later. <laughs> People are fascinating in that respect. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, the guy was the guy did his best. He was trying to help. <laughs> Yep. Get your vaccines. I'm glad I did. Yeah. Because uh, I got COVID and it wasn't, uh, it, I didn't die and I'm still able to breathe. That's lovely. I love these things about the COVID vaccine and its fellow boosters. Uh, anyways, uh, but I, you, your segue is a big part of kind of what yeah. I wanted to talk about because as I said, my whole family ended up getting COVID and there is. Still, I hadn't. This is my first time. Uh, I'm new to the world of having the COVID, uh, which was very exciting, thrilling. I felt like a real part of the year 2020. 
finally. And uh, <laughs> but there is this like uh, I'll do. I mean, you know, not to call people out, but there is a specific like my dad blames himself because he was the first one that was feeling symptoms. And it's again, he's a delivery driver, so he is out in the world. He talks to people, he sees people all the time. Um, but then I'm like, well, a who? It doesn't matter who brought. It, it doesn't matter whose fault it was. Um, one of us did, and we all got sick. But I'm like, it's very likely I picked it up on the plane because, like I was joking about earlier, it is going the fuck around. I got as soon as we got back to work from the holiday. Uh, two other of my coworkers said their entire family also got COVID over the holidays. So it's out there. Uh, yeah. It could be anyone, but there is that anxiety, the paranoia of, and like those awkward feelings of like, did I get everyone sick? Did I fucking do this? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, were there, cause I definitely had this on some of my flights too. Was anybody on your flight just straight up like coughing up their lungs? Because that was definitely a thing I experienced on one of those flights too. I did. Um, somebody loudly talking on speakerphone and then occasionally turning their head away from their phone to cough uh, an insanely <laughs> loud noise. I can't remember if it was on the plane or just in the airport, but there was definitely a moment where someone had a big old coughing fit that's like yeah uh throwback throwback trauma <laughs> just like oh shit <laughs> uh there was one person on my flight and this is here's the other thing we roll back i love to roll back not really to 2020 but that's what i'm rolling back to today and you think back to those times and when i would even say on this podcast like i'll probably just continue wearing a mask in public places i'll probably just wear a mask to the grocery store every time i did and i did for years uh, but i have stopped since and uh, on that flight uh one person was wearing a mask and it makes you wonder like are they just still paranoid maybe they had covid maybe they took their mask off once the plane took off they were behind me i don't know i didn't see uh yeah you're always looking for that scapegoat someone to blame Totally. Well, at the end of the day, we all just was, got sick. You know, happens. Was not having COVID a point of pride for you having gone kind essentially of. three years? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, of course, famously uh, had oh, yeah. it a year and a half ago. So I... We all talk about it. Um, I've just been waiting for you to join us. <laughs> the infected. The infected among us. Uh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I don't want it again. It was, Me it really neither. sucks. It uh, sucks. I don't recommend it. And the one thing I was unaware of, and I don't know if that's just all COVID, maybe if you experienced this or not, but the big difference between it and just like having the flu, hey, it did just feel like yes. the symptoms were changing every fucking day. But, um, the idea of the wave of it where it's like you will just have moments on like day three of it where you're like i think i'm like a hundred percent and then just like later that day for like an hour you'll just be like oh i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah and then it just like swings back to like oh no i'm fine i'm okay uh that was bizarre uh 
Yeah. I did uh, have that a little exhausted. bit. It is interesting where like people are like, it's just like having it's just like having the flu. Like, um yeah. I haven't had the flu in a long time, I, I will admit. Um sure. but this sure as shit felt a lot different to me. <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, it just kind of felt like every sickness I've ever had is just kind of taking turns. Yeah. Symptoms taking turns in my body. Yeah. <laughs> the Avengers assemble of symptoms and exactly. each one just doing a number on me. Uh, yeah. And like, uh, yeah, at this point, I'm, I'd say I'm like 90, 95 or better percent. Uh, it's mostly just, I got a little bit of congestion. Uh, so you might hear that in my voice. <clears throat> uh, believe it or not, I might be clearing my throat every now and then. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Who had it the worst in your family? Oh, yes. Was it um, you? Honestly, we all were on that same little roller coaster because we all started our symptoms on different days. But what happened to us was like exactly the same. It was like day one, like sore throat, exhaustion. Day two, like full on flu, like uh, body chills and achy bones, all that. The the worst shit that you never want. (laughs) uh with a bit of a little bit of nausea and there's some digestive issues if you will uh that was the worst of it and then then the sore throat just completely went away still a little bit of chills exhaustion and then the nose got clogged up and then after that it was like head cold city just my entire everything was in my head uh and then it was just like a congested nose and i've been riding that slowly getting better day by day uh and but yeah it seems like everyone in my family it was the ex- almost exact same boom 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 like we just hit all the same steps together <laughs> it's weird yeah uh, but i wouldn't say any one of us had it worse than the other okay i think when i had it i had it worse than my fiance did um and i th- think like i think she also um, I mean, she got it from somebody that we worked with, I think, and then gave it to me, but I don't, I don't know that I passed it on to anybody else. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but, uh, definitely the, like her passing it to me and then me having it worse was like, not a great combo oh, that <laughs> uh, in my, <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> That feels unfair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that sucks. Um, um, but you do just kind of end up having to sit around and uh, hope you don't die. But um, mm-hmm. in order to quell those thoughts, um, you know, there was a lot of programming that boomed during uh, peak COVID times. Of course, everybody oh, yeah. talks about tiger king when we had it we watched a lot of um that japanese show old enough where they send the little kids out on errands i forgot about that show (laughs) that was that was our big covid show um did you have a covid show 
of your own now that uh you know three well, we, years uh, post the main yeah surge. we as we talked uh before we started recording there's a bunch of uh, new movies out there, shit you can rent on Apple. So we were, we've been watching a lot of movies, catching up on uh, some uh, expected Oscar contenders. Um, uh, yeah, no, no, not really. We started watching uh, HBO's Hacks or Max's Hacks. Max Max's Hacks. Hacks. Max Hacks. Uh, and enjoying that. Uh, almost done with the first season, but yeah. So my. Uh, I think that's my, my sick because uh, I'm happy to watch shitty reality TV or whatever pretty much anytime. Uh, when I'm sick, that's my excuse for like, I always heard that was a good show. Let's check out that show that started years ago. <laughs> See how that goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty fun. Are you, you going to watch, you know, it'll have come out. Um by the time uh, we release this, but coming out tomorrow from when we're recording this, are you going to watch the golden wedding, Evan? Oh, I didn't watch any of the golden bachelor, uh, but my parents did. So not out of the question. I could. uh, Are they glad he picked Teresa after he told the other two in his final three that, uh, that he loved them? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not so golden now are we bachelor <laughs> you old bitch <laughs> uh, I did kind of want to watch that uh, when it was being announced but I just never got around to it I do like I like old people loving each other I'll watch that any Interesting. day Instead, I had watched when it came out, also on Max. I'm just a Max loyalist. Uh, my mom and your well, you dad. Well, have to, you have to work really hard to make sure you watch stuff before David Zaslav removes it unceremoniously. <laughs> it's true. I'm really fighting to keep up. Uh, but that show, hosted by Yvonne Orji, uh, with kids setting up their parents uh in a dating show it wasn't great but it is just it's cute watching old people <laughs> get nervous yeah. and go like oh i have feelings i like i like your feelings old people keep them coming <laughs> uh, looking back at covid um Let's and the, the height of the pandemic yes. are there things about it that you find awkward or strange or cringeworthy, like that we as a society were doing during that main time. It is. Oh man. It's, it's so there have going through this right now, definitely has brought back some of that or rather just made me realize how much of that is trauma that I have erased from my brain and <laughs> don't acknowledge at all because a lot of it's come back. Um, and like, yeah, the other day, my sisters, one of my sisters had sent, they had found some old screenshots from the COVID times when we were all zoom uh, chatting with each other. Cause you know, didn't see each other for a couple of years there or whatever. Um, yeah. 
And that, I wouldn't say I found it cringy to think back on that, but it did make me feel like, it made me feel really weird. I didn't like, I didn't really like looking back at it. (laughs) It freaked me out. I'm like, yeah, that was a weird time. It was a weird time. And I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I like, I lived alone the whole fucking time. It was a very lonely period. And the only time I would talk to people is on the phone or through Zoom. Uh, and like Zoom has now become so integrated into my work life that it's like I don't think about that. But something about seeing those photos did make me go like, ah, ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to go. Back. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I mean, aside from like when it seemed like we as a society were caring about um, workers and wanting to compensate them well. Um, yeah. until the pandemic was over and then the government said, psych, <laughs> um, gotcha. we just said that so that you wouldn't uh, quit your jobs and we could still buy our groceries. Um, yeah. Eh, but anyway, other than that, um, the, the thing that like I remember about the pandemic and it's tough because this was always, or at least almost always for charity and for a good cause. So it's, it's tough to be like, yeah, but that it felt weird. Um, (laughs) was like any show or movie, especially that has been off the air for almost a decade came back to do like a zoom reunion. Right. Um, They were all pretty bad. And some of them were good, (laughs) but like, it just felt very strange yeah to to have every show come back and be like this is what our this is how our characters would handle the pandemic yeah Uh, Uh, i don't know it was weird it's bizarre a bizarre choice i think i and you're right that like so much of that was for charities or for workers or whatever but like i did i did i just kind of across the board didn't i watched all of them because what else are you gonna do but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. It kind of broke something for me where. Yeah. uh, Like, I remember in particular after. uh, Like, after things had kind of gone back into production and then like, hey, you know, people people think one way or the other about this shit. I don't give a shit. I loved uh, This Is Us. That's a great fucking show. (laughs) And then when that show came back after the pandemic and they're like. COVID was real in our world. We're all wearing masks. And that was the first show I remember realizing, like, I don't need that. I don't want that. I would, I want your show to not have COVID in it. I don't want to fucking hear about COVID anymore. So looking back on all of those, I'm like, yeah, I think that broke something for me where I'm like, oh, it's the old cast of Parks and Recreation. Great. I love them. Oh, they're dealing with COVID too. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) The last yeah. thing I want <laughs> is to know that Leslie Nope is dealing with COVID. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make me feel like connected to them. It made the world break. <laughs> it made the comedy world break. And uh yeah. I needed I needed escapism, not uh hey, what if <laughs> what if all of my favorite television characters were also miserable and at home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it, I me. think I I don't know if this one was first, 
But like, I think, I think Monk might have been the first one to do it. Oh, which I like didn't see the Monk one, but th- that was like as a PSA and less of like less of a like fundraiser. Um, yeah, and I was like kind of okay. I don't even know if I watched all of it, but I was kind of okay with it because it like that at least fit his character exactly of like, that's like hey i've it, been a germaphobe <laughs> for years you let me might help you wonder out. what would monk do in this situation right like, in a pandemic oh monk would hate this shit <laughs> he would, yeah oh he'd be washing his hands so much um that but like, like the but you're right like the the parks and rec <laughs> team i was like i don't care what you guys do with covid when brooklyn 99 came back one of their first like cold opens they were talking about covid and they were wearing masks and i was like even though covid's still happening this already feels dated uh and i don't want i don't want peralta and Boyle to be like talking about covid like that's no. <laughs> it's all we've been doing in our lives is sitting at home <laughs> and on zoom and talking about covid it's not fun yeah and it makes you the worst part yeah. is like uh not the worst part the worst part about covid is some of these tv specials but like, <laughs> <laughs> no there was um, uh, a show i love uh, that I still love. Uh, no, you can't think of the name of it. Rob McElhenney's other show. Mythic on Quest. Apple Plus. Mythic Quest. I love Mythic Quest. But they went beyond, and it wasn't just like a special episode. It's an episode. It's like one of, in the middle of a season, which ended up getting extended because of COVID. They just did an actual episode of the show. So, like, my uh, Jocelyn had never watched it and we were watching mythic quest. And then we got to that episode and I was like, Oh fuck. Like this is actually an episode of the season and there's like plot points going on in it, but I have no interest in watching this ever. And I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. what that'll be like 10, 20 years from now. If anyone wants to go back and watch any of these shows where in the middle of the season, there's actually a full episode. That's just, Oh, we're all on zoom. Uh, uh, bad. COVID was bad for entertainment. (laughs) I know. It's It's weird because, like, you know, COVID highlighted how, um, like, important entertainment and arts are to, um, like, society and our culture because it was, like, one of the only things people could do. Um, people just sat around and watched TV and movies. And yeah. then the entertainment world took that and was like, okay, let, I'll, let me make an Anne Hathaway Chiwetel Ejiofor heist movie during COVID. Uh, <laughs> let me make uh, an, an uh, not an anthology movie, but uh, uh, a multi-storyline movie set during COVID, but it's post-apocalyptic right. and they're ripping people from their homes. Um uh, 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 bad. All bad. All, all COVID bad. entertainment is bad. <laughs> yeah, and you want to compare that to, you know, the Dust Bowl? Yeah, fucking grapes of wrath out of that shit. <laughs> what am I supposed to look at? The COVID I'm episode sure... of Mythic Quest. 
(laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that like some writer or director is is going to continue to make COVID based (laughs) stories. Right. And this is eventually, (laughs) just statistically, one of them will probably be good. But absolutely. We don't want we don't want them. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> like No. I I mean and when this is a, it's one a weird comes thing out that's good, it it'll to. be fine, but like this sucks. But it felt similar to after 9-11. There were multiple 9-11 movies that came out. And it was kind of sure, a, like yeah. we don't want this. But I would say two of them yeah. in particular, I thought were very fucking good movies. And I watched them and I was like, all right, it's been done. We can stop. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need any more. Uh, I don't need to. I don't need to relive that. Um, I think we can be great. Which two did you like? United ninety three and World Trade Center, or boom baby? Which you I'm trying to it. think of the two that you liked. There, yeah, there were those, and then there was like you, the story of United ninety three, but made for TV, and that was awful <laughs> i forget what that was called that was a oh terrible yeah fucking movie holy shit uh and then you know you got your rain over me's and shit like that uh, your uh, 9-11 adjacent yeah, you, you're made for tv and... james woods is rudy giuliani <laughs> um, <laughs> i didn't know that happened <laughs> but that's yeah you know, i uh nothing else it's good casting <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a movie casting. i'd want to watch that's good. That's good casting. Um, yeah. Yeah, long story short, just COVID. I don't think, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that's just a, a collective, multi-generational thing. But just those of us that were of a certain age when it was happening, just never going to want that ever. What I was going to say, this is important. I'm glad I remembered this. It's important to say we need to be glad that what James Cameron got sucked into what she won't let go is the world of Avatar and the world of water because uh, he's an obsessive yeah, man. The way he water. easily could have just been like, you know what? The COVID universe is all I want to make movies about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got a 20 year plan for seven movies about COVID <laughs> that would suck so bad <laughs> that would make me so sad I'd way rather go back to Pandora and see this fire world he has coming out <laughs> I don't need immersive COVID entertainment fuck off no I, like, I, I mean I guess it's probably I I guess I don't know why maybe it's it just can be boiled down to like a much simpler good versus evil thing but like World War 2 movies have come out like over and over again sure. people love them yeah. they love to see another uh-huh. story set in World War 2 but yeah. like do we think that covid could ever become uh, our generation's World War II of entertainment. It's tough to say. I think realistically, it's just too vague of a topic, and there's not those easy villains and heroes, uh, except for yeah. the workers. 
Yeah, do you remember those videos where people would just step out onto their balcony and applaud and yes, and I do. whoop and holler in support of um, workers who were um, not able to hear them because they were working? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it was all definitely for the workers and not for the people doing it themselves. <laughs> Who needed a covert little look at me moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just remember because I, I would be zooming that... <laughs> with my Seattle friends. It was going on. That was going on because that was such a big New York, a New York thing. But it was going on in Seattle, too. And I'd be on with them and it would be like, I forget what it was. It was like eight o'clock every night they would do it. I'd be like, man, I'm glad I'm not experiencing this. <laughs> that sucks. Um, I, we would be remiss to... Um, not bring up this part of COVID entertainment. And of course I'm talking about the Gal Gadot and many of other course. celebrities. Imagine video. Um, Imagine that. where uh, I, the thing I love about it is that um, you just had to do the lyrics, but it didn't matter what melody you did them to. Nope. <laughs> uh, it was like every celebrity had a different, had heard a different cover of Imagine. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I, I think that's a lovely little uh, nugget of pop culture history. And watching... I haven't watched it in forever. I'm almost tempted to just like pull it up and screen share so we can <laughs> relive it. But it's just like... <laughs> it's so lovely how completely like... What it is is this to me it's an insight into each person and like yeah. it's like a it's a how you interpreted the task behind the scenes thing that's fascinating mm -hmm. to me is like the difference between the person that like just picks up their phone and goes imagine all the people <laughs> and then someone that's like right for today <laughs> Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny <laughs> it's very funny it's, it is funny it's very funny oh god it's it's good it is i bet it is i think it's our generation's uh what's that the christmas song there won't be snow in africa this christmas time i think that was the goal um, mm. and thank God it's them instead of you. I, yeah, I hope. I hope <laughs> that they start playing that Imagine video in in like retail stores. Fuck <laughs> like, yeah! Just the the audio of it. We can make this happen. How do we human can make this happen? Yeah, I believe it. Uh, on the back to the now of it all, though, I do want to talk about. Cause I, I mean, obviously, COVID wildly controversial in some circles. Uh, the vaccine sure. even more controversial. But somehow, some way, I would argue, even beyond the vaccine, the most controversial part of that time was masks. Whether you wear them, whether you don't, should it or could it yeah. ever possibly offend someone else to be wearing a mask? <laughs> And somehow, yeah. yes. 
So I shouldn't I, have to wear a mask because when I wear it, it smells bad, and that must be the mask and not my own breath. <laughs> yeah, that probably means there's particles in the mask that are going to kill me. So I can't. Yeah, I can't that's what do it means. It. Every time I put on a mask, it's like there's something in front of my face. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> but I hate I, it. I needed to. I uh, there was uh, one trip that I needed to make two stops while I still had COVID and was right on that edge of your being contagious part. Which that's a whole other side of it is like um, forgetting the rules of it. Like I was having to Google stuff. It's just been so long yeah. and I had never gotten it before. I'm like, what are the rules here? I'm quarantining. Uh, for five days, ten days, when am I not contagious? Yeah, am I getting better? I don't fucking know. Uh, so it was weird li- reliving through all that and trying to get a handle on it. But I had to, uh, long story short, I don't want to get into it too much. Ugh, it was a pain in the ass. But long story short, I had to cancel my initial flight because of the COVID because I'm trying to be responsible and not continue spreading this everywhere. Um. But I had bought the Saver Fair on Alaska, so I wasn't able to get money back from that. But I'd also bought insurance, but insurance sucks. <laughs> it wasn't worth buying. So to in order to make a claim and try to get my money back for the flight, I couldn't use a personal test. I had to get a test from a doctor. So I had to drive into Olympia to go to the Kaiser out there and get an official COVID test. And b- believe it or not, that test also said, I sure as shit do have COVID. But so I had to go. Interesting. (laughs) I know, right? The other two tests also said (laughs) that. But thank God this one, which also was just me doing a nasal swab by myself. (laughs) Thank God this one said that I had COVID. Um, But I uh, so I had to go in and I'm wearing a, a heavy duty N95 mask. And it was weird being in like in a hospital and given that where it's like, I know I have COVID, I'm putting a mask on, I'm staying away from people, but it's just like no one else in here has a mask on. And I'm like, I bet so many of, because I know it's going around. I bet so many of these people have COVID and no one's wearing a mask and people are kind of looking at me or maybe that was in my head. But uh, the other place I did have to go. And this, this, to be fair, this was after I was officially no longer contagious. I knew for a fact I had to, uh, because I wasn't planning on be here, being here this long, I had to buy this sucker uh, in order to podcast, because we've never skipped, and we never will. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Until death. Yeah, I mean, that part. is, like, similar to not getting COVID, like, that is my point of pride. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we've not missed an episode. <laughs> When I suggested that, and again, it was like, I'm like 95% better. I just need to run to Walmart to pick up a microphone. And my dad's like, or you, or you could just take the week off, you know? <laughs> like, no, we can't. No. The show must go on. Um, but so <laughs> I, I, I cho- even though I knew I was no longer contagious and I wasn't having major symptoms anymore, I'm like, I'm still going to wear a mask, A, to... Even maybe that's wrong and maybe I, I still could get someone sick. But B, I've already rescheduled to I've already rescheduled my flight. And if I fucking get sick again, I'm going to be 
furious. <laughs> so I'm just like, I just have to yeah. wear a mask. And man, wearing a mask around a Walmart. That was a feeling. Easily the only person in a mask there. Uh, and man, Walmart people, that's the people. They don't like it. They don't like a mask. Yep. Not fans in the Aberdeen Walmart. But they are fans of ice. Uh, and I'm glad that hasn't changed. Drugs. They- <laughs> <laughs> the people at Walmart. Uh, they love their drugs. Uh, but God forbid someone who was recently sick with COVID wears a mask in public. Uh, so just hear a report. That's still a thing and it's still weird and awkward and people suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. Um, I, you know, I want to say that you you did the right thing, Evan, by. Extending your trip, uh, not continuing to spread it. Um, yeah, but, but it is like it feels like <laughs> such a rare thing now for people that yeah. get it to like still do Give that. Yeah. <laughs> like the attitude seems to like have shifted to like, oh well, well everybody else is gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just gonna have to grow. We're gonna live our lives. We're just going to get it all the time. Uh, I don't. It's plan just on like the worst the flu you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just fucking get it every year. Uh, this was a, this was a general like wake up call though of like, I think cause we already knew that, that like a matter of years ago, it was like, this is going to it stopped being a pandemic it became endemic and it's like this is going to be kind of an annual thing and i think this for me at least and maybe that's just selfish because i experienced it but for me i'm like i think that's just it i think it's just christmas and i'm like if i fly over christmas when i stay in hotels that maybe i will just wear a mask i don't know uh i don't want to do this dance again this sucked I know. I am gonna probably need to get the booster here before the wedding yeah. and honeymoon, so that I don't. Uh, that's a good thought. Get yeah, knocked not... out for those, but uh, yeah, let's <laughs> not fuck that. Sucks. Up. Sucks. Uh, but you know what doesn't suck? <laughs> I don't know. This podcast. Uh, are we ending the episode? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I just started. I don't know. It. I don't know what time we're at. Because uh, the yeah. recording goes in. The only thing that we, uh, the only thing we got on on Instagram was we do still have uh, oh, a yeah. listener, uh, hey. classic classic listener, all all star, uh, Jordan Parker uh, says that he still has never had had uh, COVID nineteen as far as he knows. Fingers crossed emoji. Uh, and, hey, <laughs> we we cross those fingers. In solidarity with you, uh, and hope that uh, that you never get it. Uh, because even though uh, people try to tell you that uh, it's not that it's bad, nothing. It sure feels bad. It sucks. It's not fun. Uh, sucks. I would, sucks pretty hard. This uh, probably wasn't even intended for this, but I'm going to read it anyways. My sister uh, did Great. text me and say, just saw you're doing a podcast episode about COVID. My sister, who also had COVID, <laughs> she says, yes, yes, I have had it. Ha ha. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to that one. <laughs> so I hope you've uh, you found the time in your day, maybe on a run. You're listening to it right now. And we're both healthy as shit. 
What a dream. Love that for you. Uh, and the other thing I love is... Um, imagine all the places you could find this podcast, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Amazon music, pocket cast, how do we human.com and the rest anywhere that you get your podcasts, you can rate review. Uh, I almost said polish. I don't know why (laughs) you can rate review polish. Polish. Polish or how do we human collection? Uh, you know, spread the good how do we human uh, word uh, across this great big globe of ours so that more yeah. people um, can find it. Uh, you can also check us out on our social media. You can find us on Instagram at how do we human. I got that handle. You can check us out on Facebook at How Do We Human. I don't think you're ready for that handle. On uh, YouTube at How Do We Human. Imagine all the handles. Or send us an email to HowDoWeHumanPod at gmail.com. The best part of that handle is that it's honey mail. Evan, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, you know, I just uh, got a text message uh, saying Happy New Year. And we we didn't even discuss that that happened. It is the new year. Uh, the year is 2024 yep. now. And I think it's I think it's time to uh, put to bed the idea of uh, of the year doing New plugs. Year's glasses oh. <laughs> of doing plugs <laughs> <laughs> of these New Year's glasses with the years for eyes. Listen, yeah. twenty twenty five, it's not going to work. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do? What are you going to yeah. do? It's going to be stupid. You can't make them, and the sooner we accept that. The sooner we'll be free of this uh, plague on our society. This was the real pandemic all along. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm uh, what I'm what I'm thinking. It can't just disappear. You can't have a hole like a vacuum. Uh, New Year's would come and people wouldn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> so I'm just thinking like big chains, say 2025, and just everyone's got the same chain. Does it hang low? I really want to and fro. Okay. The answer to answered question. Love the it. people wearing 2025 chains. Imagine two chains. Think he's not going to have 2025 chains? <laughs> hey, Chris. He will. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got going on? Um, you know, uh, eventually we're going to get that final season of Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, their, their little synthy theme song has been pretty popular, but I've, um, written a new theme song 
Um, of course, due to my deal with Netflix, I can't share the whole thing with you. Yeah. Um, but I can give you a little snippet. It goes, Maya he, Maya hawk. <laughs> and um, so I hope that uh, I hope uh, that the Duffer brothers decide to include that. Um, but uh, so look forward to that in the new season of Stranger Things. Did you know that from the very first episode of Stranger Things, when I saw their name come up, every time I watch a new episode of Stranger Things, when their name comes up, I say, The Duffer Brothers. And I've just done that since episode one. And it brings me joy. Interesting. Put it on your vision boards, Um, ladies. Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Put me saying that on your vision boards. (laughs) (laughs) We should have done a vision board episode. Maybe next year. Look forward to it. Maybe next year. 2025 chains. (laughs) 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 Making vision boards. <laughs> uh, but until then, it's okay. just 2024. And okay. Bye. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>